Hello, everybody, and welcome to another bonus episode of Dole Whips and Double Doubles. My name is Ryan Miller, and as always, sitting beside me is my wife, Lauren. Hello. We're one half of the Double Doubles. As always, the other half, Ryan and Lauren from London, are joining us virtually again this week. Hello. Hello. Welcome, guys. Um, okay, we. it's been a while since we've provided a coronavirus update. So this is a good opportunity for us to do that now um, because we have more information to share. Uh, some of it good, some of it, um, you know, I won't say not so good, but uh, but not surprising um, as well. Uh, I think the the important things that we're gonna we're gonna talk about are Disney's sort of reopening plan um, and and some of the changes to expect uh, that is uh, or that are going on in that reopening plan. Um, the first thing that came out, uh, fairly recently is that the, uh, well, we've seen Disney Springs reopen, um, with modified service that has already happened. Um, we're seeing a limit on the number of guests that are there, I believe. And, uh, and there are, uh, there's a requirement for masks, uh, to be worn at all time, any face coverings, um, as well as uh, temperature checks for um, guests and cast members as they enter Disney Springs. Um, from what we've seen, it's been pretty... Uh, I think most people are respecting the physical distancing that um, that Disney's also requesting or requiring I've heard as well. and seen some photos that kind of show it's not that necessary. Because there aren't that many people there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, I mean, it, the first phase reopened with non-Disney uh, stores and restaurants, and now Disney uh, Disney-owned stores and restaurants have been allowed to uh, to open as well. So we might see more people there, but I don't know. People are not necessarily in a mood to shop or yeah, I think that's or go part out. Of it. I think um, we we just have we're in a situation where um, the uh, COVID-19 hasn't, hasn't gone away and we don't have a vaccine for it yet. Um, so we are, uh, now just trying to reopen things and, uh, and be as safe as possible. I guess. And I, th I think some people, uh, just, they don't have that, um, financial security at the moment to, to go shop or go out to eat. Um, yeah, and I think maybe a lot of people just aren't quite ready yet. But it's open, and it sounds like the opening actually went well, though. Um, I think it sounds like it's a very easy process to go through to get in. Um, and from what I can tell, from what I've seen online, like people people enjoy being able to go back. Absolutely. Um, and this is off the back of uh, Shanghai Disney opening Um or reopening in, in its first phase or its first phases. Uh, they're slowly letting people back into the parks. And on the backs of that, uh, we had an announcement that Walt Disney world is, uh, is planning their reopening phase. Um, and the, the big, the big announcement, the thing that everyone was waiting for is when the parks are going to reopen. And right now uh, we have the parks reopening um, on two separate days, Magic Kingdom and uh, Animal Kingdom are going to be opening with their first phase on July 11th. And Epcot and Disney's Hollywood Studios are going to reopen on July the 15th. Um, 
that's I think a little bit later than what we were uh, well not necessarily what we were expecting um because we saw a universal open quite quickly uh when they were given the green light to to start a, a reopening phase so it's it's interesting to see disney um wait a month essentially a month and a half uh but to be honest i feel like that's the better option i i kind of always said i I couldn't see them opening before um, July 4th. I just thought I can't. That's one of the busiest and most popular days um, for guests to attend Disney. And I thought, like, I just can't see them trying to open and um, and lower their capacity numbers and turn people away. Uh, I think people would have been really sad and upset. So I thought I'm, I don't know when, but I couldn't see them opening that day. So, well, even just having to deal with the crowds trying to get in, let alone the crowds that would want to be in the parks would be, uh, would be a nightmare. Were you guys surprised by the, the opening dates? You know, I, I, I mean, I'm surprised by the Universal's opening dates. Which is um, June, yeah. June 5th, correct? June, June 5th for everyone, but June 1st for their kind of their soft launch. Um, and and I know they are a smaller park, um, but I would say they're still going to have a lot of the same challenges that Disney is going to have. Uh, I, I, to be honest, I, I don't think it's sooner than I thought, but I'm still surprised. I don't know. It's kind of a weird thing, to be honest. We've been kind of going through this uh, up and down of, of – is it going to open? When's it going to open? And then, you know, it opens, you know, July 11th slash 15th. And there's still a part of me that's like, man, is that too soon? I don't know. Um, I mean, it's exciting because it means that people are going to get to enjoy the parks. Um, it's going to be different, right? It's going to be a whole different oh, yeah. uh, experience. And, um, you know, that's, that's going to, you know, going to take away some of the experience, um, but again, if it's something that, you know, you're, you're really looking forward to and you're okay with some of the, the, the protocols or procedures that are put in place or some of the things that are, you know, kind of, uh, scaled back, then that's awesome. Um, if I were, but yeah, no, I, th- if I were a local and an annual pass holder, like, I think I would just even go and just yeah. like walk, walk through the park. I may not even touch anything <laughs> like that. I think that's, um, who sort of the opening phases will be great for are people who can just kind of go and spend an afternoon or a morning, like just a couple hours and just be in, in the parks. Um, I could see this type of opening being okay for them. Yeah, um, I agree. I, I really think not that, so much. Yeah, no. And I think that I agree with you. I think that this, that this type of Disney experience works for those who can drive their car to get there. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. So if it's, so if it's like a four hour trip or, or again, like, you know, you're kind of the bordering States and you're okay with, you know, a, you know, a three day weekend kind of thing trip, then this probably works fine for you. Cause it's obviously not your only trip, but if this is your, the first trip that you're going, you know, and you want your little one to be, you know, given Cinderella a hug, or you want to see the nighttime fireworks, or you got to eat at that, you know, amazing restaurant that, you know, you, you need to, Chef Mickey's, uh, right, right, yeah. <laughs> Chef Mickey's or you know, um, Artist Point, you know, Storybook Dining. Any of those kind of experiences are going to be modified, if not completely not available. And I just that's part of the magic, yeah. you know. It really is. And if you if you can only get out there once, 
I don't think 2020 is the year for you to go. No, because uh, we, we don't know how long this first phase will will last. I guess we didn't talk about what is in the first phase. We should. We? Yeah, let's uh, the park experience will be different um, for that first phase because uh, similar to Disney Springs, there will be a requirement that all guests age two and up will have to wear a mask at all times um, when they're in the parks. Um, I've heard heard rumors of uh of like a like a rest zone where you can take your mask off but i have no idea what that will look like or, or any information about that whatsoever but primarily uh masks uh will be worn um at all times um by guests to and other yeah i think they've said for eating obviously yeah th- there are some exceptions obviously you can't eat with a mask on um, the other thing is, uh, again, they're going to do temperature checks of all guests and uh, cast members as they enter the parks. Um, because, uh, again, Disney is working in an abundance of caution um, to to make sure that they are uh, being as safe as possible. That's just from the from the guest side of things. Those are the things that you will expect on your way in that you need uh, a mask and um, and you have that temperature check uh, as you're going through security. I'm assuming um, it's at that point. The big thing is the experiences in the park are going to change temporarily um, during this first phase because they're still trying to limit the, the draw of large groups um, getting together. Uh, things like parades which have all the guests kind of uh crowd around the parade route um parades will not will be unavailable during that first phase or for the foreseeable future same thing with nighttime spectaculars there will be no fireworks um because they they draw too big of a crowd and uh, and disney's trying to limit the experiences that uh, that draw those large crowds they will return at some point also i think uh stage shows uh are not not running yeah like the castle show uh i believe so yeah and there's certain um experiences that are put on hold um i think they like bippity boppity boutique yeah so they call it high touch experiences so things where there's a lot of interaction between uh cast members and guests so yeah the makeovers uh the bippity boppity boutique um, is a big one, um, but it will be things like uh, the barber shop won't be open. That's that's a guarantee. Um, I also seen playgrounds um, will not be open, so that'll be like the uh, the boneyard in Animal Kingdom. I'm assuming that will uh, that will not be open during this first phase. And then the big thing is character greetings. Uh, so character meet and greets will be unavailable during this uh, first to- first phase. Um, again, they'll return at a later date, but right now they uh, they will be unavailable. Um, Disney was quick to say that the characters will still be in the parks entertaining, but uh, but there just won't be that opportunity to to stop and, and meet with them. Maybe like a walk and wave, a walk and wave, maybe walking by and waving or, or, or the characters are, you know, they're up at the train station, um, waving at guests, but guests can't actually go. That's up. our speculation. We're not totally sure, <laughs> but if we had to guess, that's what we think sort of seeing the, the characters around might, might be like, well, do you remember the, um, like at, uh, 
Mickey's Not So Scary where they've got the two actors at Haunted Mansion that kind of yeah. hang out there yeah. and kind of tell some jokes. I wonder if there'll be a bit of that. You know, I'm thinking like um, interacting, but from a distance. And so people, you know, they'll, they'll encourage them to move on kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so maybe there's... Um, well, and if it's characters that have a face covering, right? right? If it's a, you know, a non-face character... Yeah, so like the the characters that um, that are in the the costumes, let's or yeah, furry. Yeah, you're gonna see Winnie the Pooh. You're gonna see Mickey and Minnie, obviously, Um, Mm -hmm. but you're not gonna see like the evil stepsisters. um, No, though, though the evil stepsisters could actually have some funny little banter. I'm just saying, like in a with a mask on, with a mask. No, no, like like I'm just I'm just talking oh, far enough far away. away. Like, like like the haunted mansion, the people will sit on the lawn, yeah. like on Mickey's. Yeah, that's true. Right. So so like I'm just saying, like far enough away that it's not close enough for like an engagement, but also far enough away that you're not you're not going to stand there for three hours mm-hmm. to kind of watch them. Right. Like it's uh, and again, they'll probably make fun of people. I don't know. I, I who knows? I this is. Agreed. It, you're right. It's all our speculation. I hope, to be honest, um, as keeping with the magic, I hope there's some cool stuff that comes out of this that maybe stick around. Out of the things um, listed, like what do you, what's sort of the biggest um, letdown? Like what would you miss the most? Like the characters, um, you know, parade, shows. I'm, I'm going to say the nighttime spectacular for, yeah. for me. I think I associate Disney with fireworks at three of the four parks. And uh, and not having that nighttime show, especially uh, at the Magic Kingdom, I I could probably do without um, Epcot and Hollywood Studios, uh, but something about the Magic Kingdom not having fireworks over the castle at night is uh, is a little sad. I just want to say I want Illuminations back when <laughs> Epcot reopens. I want them to run that for the next year. That's what I want. <laughs> I think for me, it's actually the food. I mean, granted, if it was my very first trip and I didn't see any of the nighttime shows, I'd be really sad. Like that's very uh, quintessential. But for me, a vacation is all about the food. And so if the dining options are really limited and I'm not getting those special meals, even like it's it's not that they have to be character meals, but I have to say that the storybook dining was so fantastic like things like that really kind of make it a true special vacation. Yeah. So that's that's what I'm most worried about. Um, I'm not sure how I feel. Yeah, I think in uh, that's a that's a good point. In in addition to the character meet and greets, yeah, character dining is uh, is suspended um, temporarily, uh, just because obviously you know if they're not letting you meet characters in the parks. Um, they're probably not going to want characters walking around your tables at dinner. Yeah. It's, and it's the same thing. There's a lot of, um, like close contact in the, in those cases. We're not sure about buffets, correct? There's a few buffets that we can, we can only speculate, but I would assume that buffets would be something that they can't continue. I also like they could, maybe they'll change it. Uh, they might change the way it's served, but yeah, maybe know. it's all family style. But I feel like some of the buffets have so many options that you couldn't. It's not like Liberty Tree where or Liberty Tree Tavern where you have like there are six things that get brought to your table. Um, if you go to uh, Tusker House, there are like forty things that you could choose from, and I can't imagine them bringing that to a table family style. Um, 
it'll it'll be tough. So so yeah, we're seeing a, a loss of character uh, meals and character meet and greets. Um, Ryan, uh, what about you? What were what would you be most disappointed with, or sad to not have? I think so. I'm you guys know I'm not a huge waiting around for character kind of dad. It's not my favorite thing to do in the parks. But again, if I'm thinking about other people going, that would make me sad. Knowing that there's a lot of families that look forward to that kind of interaction and that special magical moment, right? We talked about in our last episode about, you know, my kids seeing the castle for the first time. And that's still going to be an amazing experience and you're still going to get to see it. And that's awesome. Uh, And maybe, you know, to be honest, maybe there'll be characters in the castle saying hi. I don't know. Um, but you know, that experience of not being able to, to kind of hug the characters or high five the characters, or even have those special photos, right? Those photos are not going to be the same. Um, so that would one, I would say, honestly, I'm, I'm with you right up there with you, Ryan. I think the nighttime shows are what make my trip. Um, I think happily ever after is by far the best nighttime show I've ever seen. Um, I also love Fantasmic and of course sitting in an amphitheater with that many people is not going to happen. Uh, so I, so to me, um, that would be, that would be reason, you know, that would make me probably sad or bummed out that I wasn't going to get that experience. Absolutely. Um, one of the other things that is impacted in the park is, uh, the fast pass plus service. Um, so, any guests who had fast pass reservations um to uh to any of the parks um those have been canceled um automatically um and the and the service has been suspended for uh for the time being part of that is because they need the extra space in the queue to manage the capacity at their attractions so um in trying to maintain physical distancing um, Disney needs extra space. If you can imagine, uh, like some of the bigger queues that are at Walt Disney world, um, how difficult it would be, how many people they hold and how difficult it would be to, um, keep people, you know, six feet apart. Uh, you need a much longer queue than even the longest queue that Disney has at the moment. So they will be using the, the fast pass queue, to uh as additional space to help manage their their capacity um on the back of that as well we've seen extra magic hours uh will be temporarily suspended as well um which is not surprising but that's one i have a hard time with i don't know why um i think like a resort specific experience for guests um i think it's it could just be capacity if they're already limiting capacity to the parks. Um, you know, at this point, extra magic hours is, is less about more time in the park and more about time in the park with less people. I feel, Mm. um, so I feel like extra magic hours has changed a little bit. Um, and on the, uh, on the back of that, it's, it's one of the reasons why it's, it's not around. Plus, I mean, Disney is, is trying to limit the number of cast members that they need to, to run the parks um, because they want to, I think any business you want to avoid as much overlap as you need uh, or as you can. Um, And so by eliminating extra magic hours for the time being, um, they don't necessarily need as many cast members to, to come in 
um, to keep the parks open either early or, or late. Um, I wonder how, sorry, Ryan, I wonder how, uh, exiting and entering the park's going to be in the morning and when the park closes down. I know that the, the, the capacity is going to be a lot lower than a typical busy day, right? but even riding, riding the lawn, uh, lawnmowers, riding the <laughs> monorails, riding the, uh, the ferry, like I'm thinking magic kingdom, especially, right. Um, you know, but like, honestly, that, like that's a huge ordeal that Disney is now trying to kind of like weed their way through. I do not envy in th- them in this because, no. uh, you know, every single thing that we, think about on a day-to-day basis at the grocery store, Disney has to think about 10 times over. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, it's all well and good to, to paint lines on the ground in front of your Dollarama um, or Canadian Tire for our CanCon. <laughs> um, but, you know, it, it is like, are we going to have little bubbles on the you know, spray paint on the floor of the ferry? Um, you know, are we going to be, is the line going to be just that much longer to wait to get onto the monorail? Like it, it really is going to be, you know, maybe the monorail doesn't run. I mean, I'm assuming um, the monorail, like something like the monorail would have to have, um, you'd have to have like a, a hand sanitizing station for everyone yep. to use before they get on. Because obviously all like the, the handles inside or the, the seats, um, there's no way that Disney can clean them in between each guest use. Um, so, so I think it'll be like attractions, uh, Disney hasn't, we haven't seen them, um, put anything into action because obviously the parks aren't open yet. Um, but thinking about, um, how, how you get onto a ride like, um, like Splash Mountain that has a, a lap bar that you have to pull down on. Um, I think in Shanghai, we've, we've seen a lot of hand sanitizer stations right before guests get on the ride and right after they get off the ride. Um, again, because there's no way for, for Disney cast members to clean that, that ride in between. Get ready each person. for the most painfully dry chapped hands you'll ever have. <laughs> uh, I'm experiencing this at work myself. Um, and it's, obviously worth it but yeah anybody um, who washes their hands oh, and so the hand sanitizers are like it really dries them out so just be prepared for that if you're planning on going to disney but i think that that is really key i think that there is a lot that we as guests have to do um i don't i don't know but i don't i personally feel like i don't expect that Disney is going to have their cast members wiping down rides between each, no, between each like no. journey. Uh, I just, I don't think they're going to do it. So I think it is easier if you have um, the hand sanitizer for people maybe before and after. And I think that's just an awareness that guests are going to have to have um, of what you're touching um, and just constantly sanitizing and washing hands. Yeah. Um, I remember reading in one of the Disney press releases about this um, was uh, something they mentioned um, that we must all work together to promote the health and safety of everyone. So this this always stuck out to me as something that Disney had mentioned because it's not just cast members that are going to be responsible for keeping things clean and and respecting social distancing or physical distancing. It's it's going to be guests as well and and wearing the mask and um, and staying home if you're not well 
and uh, and washing washing your hands and sanitizing your hands often. Uh, it's it's going to be on everyone to sort of keep Disney a safe place for everyone. Um, I think I think it's important that it's not just uh, not just cast members that are responsible for it, but uh, but for the guests as well. Well, I mean, even um, you know, watching uh, the signage that they have put up at Disney Springs, where basically by going to these locations, you are accepting responsibility. Uh, and I think that's a, a tricky one for Disney because obviously Disney's going to work their hardest to make sure everything is clean. And I mean, anybody who's been to Disney will know they pride themselves on their cleanliness and it, it really is apparent when you are there, mm-hmm. certainly versus other, other uh, theme parks or movie theaters or wherever. It's a very clean place, but you're dealing with thousands of people every single day. You can't guarantee that, um, you know, and there's tons of stuff. The common cold is easily transmitted in many ways, right? Like, I mean, we're we're talking about a virus that, that's more potent for sure, but we're talking about humans being in the same vicinity of people that it's just inevitable that, you know, germs and things get kind of passed around. So um, I think there is a responsibility as the consumer or as the, you know, the vacation goer, as the guest, that you need to take that accountability as well. Yeah. I just always... like every trip I see at least a few kids like waiting in a queue and they're just like running their mouths and tongues along like (laughs) the like the railings and I just thought like oh man all those parents like I guess masks help but I don't know if you're like under two I just thought like that can't Oh, those poor kids. They yeah. can't they can't do that. And parents can't keep their eyes like every single second on their kids. So I, I don't know. I guess you gotta stay strapped in the in the stroller and <laughs> keep that mask on. I, I feel like um any anybody who's traveling with kids to Disney in the near future um should probably spend about about two to three weeks um acclimatizing your Mask children's training? to masks i guess to be like okay we're gonna wear our mask like we're gonna be at disney i would be really interested in like the demographics once it opens yeah just oh, to for see sure. like our families with young young kids of avoiding it like um is it going to be more just adults going i don't know that's how, speculation how but. would you guys feel um about your kids there I mean, obviously they're old enough to sort of wear masks and be responsible for them on their own, but is that a, is that too much for them? Are they, would they kind of go stir crazy? Well, we're stir crazy now. So (laughs) I, I mean, I like if I don't think we would go because financially it is a tough sell for the experience that we would get, you know, the dollar, the, the getting their transportation, it just, it doesn't. Again, I would do it in an instant and I would drive and we would have an amazing trip. However, um, I don't think I would do it financially, but I would totally take my kids. If I thought that the experience, um, and, and truthfully, we've talked about it, um, you know, all four of us, we have a trip planned for, for Christmas this year and we haven't committed to not going. Uh, it's still something we talk about. And to be honest, if we can't travel anywhere by November, you know, if, if, you know, the gods are with us, we'll, and go, you know, we will go and we'll have a great time. I'm not concerned about my kids. Cause I know they can wear masks, you know, even in the store here, they do a lot of hand sanitizer. I think they would get it. Um, 
Not that they've been to the store very many times, though. No, yeah. fair. And, fair. Well, and I mean, and again, you know, we're also talking six months down the road. Who knows different phases? Things could change as quickly as they're implemented. Uh, and I suspect some of the stuff we've talked about might change again because once you get people in there, there might be new policies that they have to enact because the first ones didn't work out or, or whatever. Right. Um, but no, I don't, I don't, again, if we're talking about safety wise, I'm not necessarily so concerned safety wise. My concern would be uh, it's a lot of money to pay for a limited experience. Yeah. Well, yeah. I would also add, it's not so much you and whether you wear your mask. It's when, it's whether everybody else does. Right? Yeah. So if if everybody else's kids are too young or yeah. can't keep their mask on, then it's their germs you got to worry about. So that for me is actually a concern. Um, but I was in the store the other day and I was having a really hard time wearing my mask and talking and maybe I just don't go shopping enough. So I am not used to it, but I just don't know. Like I'm not good at it. So I... I can understand it would be really hard for kids. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do think I agree. I think there would be a level of stress that would come with it. And I think, yeah, I'd be like, wash your hands, wash your hands all the time. Yeah. And, and to be honest, I, I don't like wearing a mask. Now I do full disclosure. Cause I think you should, I think that's the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, again, going on my vacation, I don't know if, if, you know, wearing a mask on big thunder mountain is what, you know, if, Again, I'm sure you'd get used to it. I, I'm sure, and who knows? By December, we might all be used to it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that there, there is a bit of, you know, is that the experience that you're looking for? Is that the experience that we've come to kind of expect with the Disney vacation? Um, and for me, I'm not there yet. But uh, no word of a lie, we have been cooped up for ten weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, I am itching to go, and I would. I would not hesitate to go. I would say if we didn't have the kids, I might be a little bit more or less reluctant to go. Yes. Yeah. Um, One of the things that I did want to mention, because it was another big announcement that came out, uh, which was, I think, a little bit disappointing to to some people, were the cancellations of the dining plans um, included in packages. And reservations. And dining reservations. So... um, we we can really only speculate although it seems pretty clear the reasons why um but disney has canceled all future uh dining plans um that that guests had already booked um and all of their dining reservations that had been booked uh for for a number of reasons um one uh we suspect that certain restaurants will not open um because they just can't accommodate physical distancing or, or that sort of thing. And because of that, uh, Disney can't guarantee that everyone who has a dining plan will be able to, will have a good opportunity to use all of their dining credits. Basically they won't be able to deliver on the product that they're selling. Yes. Um. So with, with the, with the dining, with the basic dining plan that most people go with, um, it includes a table service. So as you probably know you can book your dining reservation um, 180 days in advance. So, you know, six months um, from now, like 
though there are many restaurants that are already booked at capacity. So, you know, and same, same goes for the month of July and August. Um, and Disney is just not going to be able to fill those restaurants at capacity. I'm not sure if they'll be working at, uh, 50% or 25%. I'm not yeah, sure, but it's, it's hard to say because they, they certainly will need to, to maintain physical distancing in the, in the restaurants and keep their, you know, their guests and cast members safe, um, during that time as well. And so, yeah, you're right because of it. Uh, if Disney had all of their restaurants, uh, full of reservations, um, you can't really just cancel 50% of them and say, Oh, sorry, that's not really fair. So they have canceled or they are canceling them all across the board. They're in the process. And we should be clear because I think there has been confusion um, they're not canceling your vacation reservation. They're no. only just removing the dining plan aspect. And yes. if you've paid in full, people will be, they'll, you'll receive um, a, a refund, refund for that portion. Or like us, we decided to do the dining plan in December for the first time in a number of years. It's just going to be stricken from our reservation, yep. which means our total owing will be minus the amount of the dining plan. Um, so they've also, as we mentioned, um, canceled or are they're in the process of canceling everybody's dining reservations um we should talk about how they have sort of made plans or or alluded to the fact that they'll reopen that in yeah. a bit of a different process so it's um it's kind of twofold um they are in order to limit the capacity of guests at the parks um disney has mentioned that they are going to be reopening um using a a park reservation system so park attendants will be managed through a new park reservation system and in order to enter a park you need a, a ticket uh but you also need a park reservation and so they're building a system right now um or are i have no idea where they are in the process um that will accommodate guests uh making reservations for for those specific parks um and so if you Disney has said that uh, guests who have existing Disney Resort Hotel reservations will have first access to um, to that park reservation system, followed by, I believe, annual pass holders, and then they'll open things up for, for new ticket sales. So at the moment, uh, Disney has um, put new ticket sales and new disney resort hotel reservations on hold while they sort out this uh this new system but part um in addition to the park reservation system um they are also amending their dining reservation system which uh which is going to shift from the 180 day booking window to a 60 day booking window for for dining experiences um, that will allow guests to make their plans a little bit closer to to the time that they travel. Um, we we know that this is this is the system that uh, that Disneyland has has been working with a sixty day uh, booking window, so it's not overly surprising. Um, and again, those those dining reservations, I believe, are meant to go again to Disney Resort reservations first. Uh, the existing ones followed by annual passes and uh, and then new new reservations from there. It's uh, it's a it's kind of a new booking system to be honest. 
And so Disney is sort of wiping out all the old um, dining reservations and things like the fast pass selections and and they will reintroduce them in a in a new way. Uh, so guests will be able to make those reservations. The big change, um, obviously, being the the park reservation system and then the dining reservations at 60 days. Um, it's a it's a new it's a new way of, uh, of experiencing making your Disney plans, which is, it'll be very interesting to see how, how it goes and hopefully it goes without a hitch. Um, but, uh, but yeah, how do you guys feel about the new park reservation system? I'm assuming it will only be temporary while, while we get through the phases of reopening, but, um, but there's no way of knowing how long it will be in, uh, in place. And things like the dining, the different dining reservation system. I definitely think that Disney and IT mixed in with the term without a hitch seems a bit, a bit I'm unlikely. trying to give them the benefit of the doubt here. <laughs> well, and in, and in fairness, giving them the benefit of the doubt, they are working with millions of people ask, accessing their technology every single day. So they do a great job. Yes. However, uh, there are glitches that happen. So I, I do suspect that that will occur at one point too. Um, I actually, I, to be honest, I, I like the 60 days versus the 180 days already. Yeah. I think that it just makes things, I, I mean, I don't know what I want to eat tomorrow, let alone 180 days out, let alone 60 days out. <laughs> so truthfully, you know, it, it's the, what, what I like is it's a bit of a convenience. Your trip's a little bit closer. I feel like, you know, your fast passes are securing on the same day. So there's a lot of, you know, kind of moving parts, which again, uh, you won't have fast passes uh, for this round. Um, but in the future, maybe you could do fast passes and dining on the same day. And that would be kind of, a, uh, you know, maybe that's, maybe that's too much. I don't know, but um, I don't know. I, I understand why there's no dining plan. That makes perfect sense. I completely get it. Um, but again, part of the Disney experience is having the freedom of a dining plan. Again, not everybody likes it and not everybody uses it and that's fine. Um, but there is something very freeing about it. You know, there's a bit of all inclusive feel to it. Um, you know, I think there'll be probably a lot more quick service options or mobile ordering or even kind of like lunchbox meals uh, that you'll get at the, the resort for the time being. Um, which again is, is fine. Again, honestly, we've got young kids, you know, give me a lunchbox with the juice box and some sandwiches and my kids would be perfectly fine. So, um, you know, I think that that, uh, you know, could be fine. Um, yeah, I mean, again, it's, it's, it's going to be different. The, it'll be interesting to see what the technology looks like. Um, how are we going to figure out who is going to what park on what day, um, will we know that before we make the dining reservations or, yeah, you know? Yeah. I was going to say also like, what if you have a dining reservation, uh, you hope that you get into that park. One thing we also, we didn't talk about the free dining. No. So free dining. I mean, this is, this is where it's been really disappointing and hard for a lot of people because the free dining promotion is, is the one is the biggie it's the big one it's the one that everybody sort of talks about and I think feels really accomplished and you know like like you've kind of won a little bit when you get that booking um this is not even going into whether or not it does save everybody money that's <laughs> yeah, a different that's different a whole thing. other topic but some people um that's the only time they go and uh and now with the removal of 
Disney, the Disney dining plans, like that includes free dining. So the people who secured free dining, they no longer have free dining. So, um, so that, that will also be removed. I think some people will just, uh, whether it's free dining or not, I do know some people will just cancel their trips, um, and maybe go another time when they can have more of that full experience. But I believe Disney is offering, um, a bit of a a room discount for for people who had who to had have the their free dining. free dining canceled. Yeah, so I mean it's uh, it's something, but I do think that's um, there. Some people are really upset about it. So yeah. big disappointment for for when you have you know your vacation planned and uh, and then have that um, when you can't have that anymore. So yeah, part of the the free dining. Uh, package as well include it means that you need to to have park hopper tickets and that's another thing that we uh, should mention is that park hoppers as as tickets are unavailable as well for the first uh, or for the foreseeable future Um, we don't know which which phases it'll it'll come back in Um, but because of this park reservation system um, where where guests prior to going to a park need to have a ticket for that park and have a, a reservation for, for that park. Uh, it would be infinitely complicated to get, uh, to, to allow guests to park hop in that system as well. So, uh, for the time being, Disney has suspended park hopper tickets. Um, you will not be able to go to, to one park at the start of the day and then go to another park, um, through, through the rest of the day. I think part of that too is I can't imagine you would necessarily want to park hop because as we're seeing some of the park hours and they may change, uh, some of the park hours have been limited as well. So, uh, so that's not as long a day. Um, you don't have as long access to, to the park. It's, uh, when we actually talk about each one of the details that we've, that we've seen, there are a lot of changes really, uh, that we're seeing in in this first phase of reopening. Again, none of them overly unexpected, but um, but certainly a lot to to take in. Um, yeah, and I would I would say, and sorry again, Ryan. Um, if for whatever reason you know time's not on your side, and you're like, but man, 2020 is the only time I can go to Disney. I think you'll still have a wonderful time. I for don't, sure. you know, the stuff that we're talking about. It definitely it'll impact a bit of the 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 free flowing feel of for park hopping, uh, the dining plan, you know, of course comes with its benefits of that kind of, you know, uh, all inclusive experience. Uh, the nighttime shows are wonderful, but I, sorry, that's one of my monkeys just dropping stuff on the floor. Um, that's the, that's, that's one of my, roll. one of my, what, what it was called? One of my coworkers working from home. Uh, yeah. That's what they're doing. They're just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, uh, anyways, you know, um, no nighttime shows, all that kind of stuff. Honestly, if I was going to take my kids tomorrow, they would have a blast. They would love a lot of the trip. I would love a lot of the trip and it would be amazing. So I know that we do talk about this and it's hard not to talk about this from a lens of, well, you're not getting everything. And it's true. You're oh, not. Yeah. These are the things you're missing out on. Yeah. It's tough to talk with that lens, but I really do think that again, if time's not on your side or for whatever reason, this is the year that you're like, you know what? 
we can make it work. I mean, again, let's not even talk about the border because that's obviously a big hurdle for, uh, you know, the Canadians. For but, sure. But if you can make it and, and you know, you're like, this is the year and I really want to do it. I really think there's a lot that you'll still have a great time um, and you'll have a good trip. Well, and absolutely it be nice to see it not so busy. Right? Yeah. 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 If, absolutely. If that's true and you're willing to like take the risk that you don't get into the park and stuff, you might have a really neat experience because it'll be so quiet. Like, presumably yeah at limited capacity i would assume that wait times would would go down again we don't know um because we'll have to see sort of what capacity they're they're able to run all of the attractions at um but i would assume that uh, because you're not dealing with fast passes um slowing down the standby wait times um you should be able to move faster than normal uh through through the queues uh, onto the attractions so it is possible that you will experience more on the attraction side of things than you would um in uh prior to to the closure um the last thing that i want to talk about very quickly is something that we don't necessarily we still don't have a ton of information on just yet um but we do get questions about resorts reopening and so uh, some people had assumed that, you know, if the parks are going to open on July 11th and July 15th, does that mean that the resorts are open as well? And at the moment, we do not have an answer specifically about that. What Disney has said is that the Disney Vacation Club properties at Walt Disney World and Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground will begin to reopen to members and guests on June 22nd, so ahead of time. Um, but we do not have confirmation of reopening of the rest of the resorts. Imagine just camping at Disney and not going to the parks. <laughs> I, I mean, some people really love camping. I mean, j- imagine camping Camping is enough of a stretch for me. Uh, <laughs> I'm not a camper. Yeah. Uh, would I do it for Disney? Sure. Um, anyway, I just think it's funny, but no, I, I think, you know, if you're desperate for a vacation or if you do, if that's like maybe a tradition that you have, um, then yeah, I just, I just think it was a little bit funny. I think I did a double take on that one. Yeah, no, you wouldn't catch me camping even at Disney. (laughs) (laughs) Not in the summer. I'll say that. Oh yeah. Well, goodness me. That's like nine months. Yeah. Yeah, no. (laughs) No, thank you. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's the information, that's the official information that we have, uh, from, from Disney about the resorts, um, is that we don't have an official reopening date just yet. Um, we do know that when, um, when resorts reopen, um, they will have, uh, again, the same sort of experiences that you'll find at the parks. You will need to wear masks in, in the common, uh, public areas. Uh, there will be physical distancing measures, um, and then Disney's also going to go above and beyond in terms of their, uh, their cleaning measures. Um, this information is, uh, it's all found on the Disney website. Yeah. So, um, I'd say that's really the only place we're going, um, to, to yep. you know, get our information. We can, we can speculate on, on things as to, as to why we think certain things are happening, but ultimately in terms of the information that's available to us, uh, we are always going to get it directly from, I don't want to say direct from the horse's mouth, uh, from the mouse's mouth. Yeah. Mouse's mouth. Direct from the mouse's mouth. Um, the Walt Disney world 
website or has... the, and the Disney Parks blog is also good. Yep. Um, they have a lot of announcements. So that's that's really um, that's really where you want to get your confirmations of you know dates, uh, what's opening. So just just keep an eye um, on their website. Uh, and that's, that's also really the only source we've been using. Like we've had it pulled up. It's just one page with all the information. So yeah, yeah well, we kind of have our ideas of like, maybe this is why they're doing it. We really are trying to focus on conveying the information that, um, Disney is also conveying. Absolutely. And, and I think it's important, something that Ryan said earlier, uh, these, these things will change. Um, it's highly likely that once Disney, uh, does reopen and you see things sort of um, get going, they can make changes to their procedures and policies um, at any given time. Um, they have to uh, adapt to to the way that things are are going and um, and based on the direction from uh, you know health experts, um, they they will follow the best advice that they have been given uh, in order to maintain everyone's safety and reopen uh as safely as possible but i think that's it in terms of information that we'd like to share with you for this our second coronavirus update um let's call it the parks reopening the parks reopening <laughs> yeah we've seen our, we see enough of we don't need to word. see yeah that that coronavirus word anymore um that's it uh we want to thank you so much for listening in um, we hope we've been as informative as we possibly can be for, for you to try and um, convey the information about Disney's reopening um, at Walt Disney World specifically. Uh, if you get a chance, head on over to our, uh, to our Facebook or Instagram page. Uh, give us a like over there. Uh, if you could subscribe to the podcast, we'd greatly appreciate that and if you do like what you listen to um we do encourage you to to maybe go and leave a leave a review or a comment um in apple podcasts or spotify or wherever you subscribe to your podcast we very much appreciate it um that's it we want to thank you so much for listening on behalf of myself ryan and lauren and ryan and lauren we are the double doubles you've been listening to dole whips and double doubles thanks so much for listening and we look forward to you joining us again next time